1380 KCIM Sports presents KCIM Sports Rewind. A look back at the week in high school sports. Brought to you by St. Anthony Rehab Services. Here's sports director Jeff Blankman, John Ryan, and Jeff Honnell. Ah, yes, KCIM Sports Rewind. Sportscasters assembled and present for this morning's broadcast. Who's this stranger to my left, and why'd we leave him in here? By the way, I knew you were videotaping. I wouldn't have been here. And and super happy you could dress up for the occasion, too, by the way. I'm overdressed, by the way. See, I didn't get the memo. You guys all have your your Carol Broadcasting stuff on. Typically, you guys got hats and look like crap, and I'm, I'm all dressed up all. I got a suit and tie on coming hey, in here. Speak for yourself. I have never spent one day in my life looking like the word you used. Usually you have your Husker stuff on, so yes, you do. Yeah. So we're doing something uh, like, like we used to do. We're, uh, we're yes. on Facebook Live here this morning, right? Yes, we should be. Um, at least that's what I attempted to set it up on. If um, not, we'll get it up there I'm later on. Checking it. I'm not seeing it, but, you know. It might be streaming on mine because that's the one I had to log into. But I told it to go over to Carol Broadcasting or to KCIM. Well, I don't so, have yours. So, yes. so if, somebody's if, actually going to want to watch If this you're friends with Jeff Blankman, all you guys get to see us this morning. <laughs> None of the rest of you do. You're welcome. None of you have to look at us. Hey, I, 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 I told it to go to KCIM, but I, you know, I don't, you know, this that's is, why we this have is Tyler. technology and that's why, you know, yes, that's why <laughs> we somebody, have Somebody Tyler. get Tyler out of bed. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that ain't going to happen before noon. No. <laughs> so before we jump into high school sports, let's talk about some other things that are going on. First of all, Bowl Challenge, you did put out the winners the other day, the official list. Uh, you didn't bring it in with you last week, so we can run yes. down the actual who got what place. Yes. Uh, Nate Wall, of course, was our winner. Jim Molitor finished in second place. He had a three-way tie for third with Nick Brinks, Chris Moore, and Craig Rowetter. Uh, we had a, a three-way tie for sixth with uh, Doug Wanniger, Eric McCullough, and myself. Um, Corey McCarville and Sean Burks tied for ninth. Mr. Jeff Honnold tied with uh, Ryan Steinkamp, Brian Case, and Tyler Bruner for 11th, Isaac Schaefers and uh, Austin Stolk, the Arweva co-head coaches, tied for 15th. Uh, Jeff Dorihan dragging up near the bottom with a 17th place. Hey, John, hey, let's not you're say, you down know, there, down there as well. Be trolling Dorihan. Yeah. <laughs> I'll hear from him later on today. John Ryan, you're down there as well in 18th. Terry Kaspar was either in first or second the whole yeah. way. Didn't get anybody into the semis. Didn't get, of course, didn't have anybody in the finals. He finishes up in 19th. And then, of course, our news director, Mr. Nathan Cones, as I put in the text, mm-hmm. dead last. Yep. Finished with it. He was 120 points behind Nate Wall. Yeah, it, it was crazy. Those bowl games were insane. There was a day there yeah. was four bowl games. I was leading in uh, all four. I wound up winning one because of <laughs> big comebacks at the end. Yep. And I was like, what? What? I thought I would comfortably have four wins. Woke up the next day when I only had one. Right. Yeah, it's so, fun. It's been, it, that was one of the more entertaining bowl seasons. Right. I'm not saying they were great games, but they were entertaining games. They were they were competitive in most of them. And so it was, mm-hmm. except for the championship game, that was kind of. Ugly, and they went all the way. They all went. A lot of them went all the way down to the very end. Yes, so it, yeah. it was it was kind of fun to watch. But so Nathan's got the traveling trophy. I'm not sure if we can see that on the Facebook page, but it's 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 right over here. It's a little it's, toilet trophy. Yeah. Um, 
It's in the window. It's permanently there for the next year. Yes, he said that he was going to leave it there so that you and I could stare at a stool every day when we look over at him. <laughs> <laughs> and then Nate Wall said he's going to put it on his desk in his classroom so the yep. kids can honor him yes. know, and his victory and he, know how he, important he is. He said he felt like the sixth graders would really enjoy that trophy, <laughs> so he's going to put that trophy up on his desk. I know, I know Rewind is big with the sixth graders. Yes. Yeah, huge. Yeah, because huh. they're all looking forward to when they become freshmen and we talk about it. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure that's exactly the way that goes. <laughs> so last night, speaking of uh, football playoffs, uh, the wild card games have been fantastic as well. I didn't get to see yeah, very many of them. Yes, so. they've, they've been. I, I gave up on the Jacksonville game. I actually had mm -hmm. the other side of that one, so I. I yeah, that was that was out. totally lopsided, and I just like, eh, forget about it. Jacksonville's done. Well, and I said something to my wife when they scored. It went twenty-seven to seven right before half. Jacksonville kind of looked 27 good. Twenty-seven nothing at one point. It was, yeah. but then they came down and scored right before half, and they looked good doing it. Drove down, you know, nice looking drive. There's no way they're coming back. I mean, even though they look good, there's no way I'm going to bed. And woke up next morning and went, well, guess I was wrong again. Mm -hmm. Chargers had to have quit at halftime. They had to yeah. have went in the halftime going, you know, we've got this one under control. So I listened. It, to it happened to the Colts against the Vikings, but not against a playoff team. Right. Yeah. So I was listening yesterday to some sports station because I was driving around Kansas. and Oh, it was a Kansas City one. The Chargers ran the ball six times in the second half, up 27-7. to seven. <laughs> There's how you let another team in. Yep. I mean, you've yep. got to. I don't care if you can't run the ball. You've you, got to at least run the clock. Yeah, you got to get to keep the clock rolling. So no, they continue to throw the ball up twenty-seven to seven. Ran right. six. Plays so that's there's your problem. That sounds a little bit like um, the Miami Buffalo game on Sunday. Not that you know they only ran it six times, but um, it's interesting when you have media people that are covering the game going, "Oh my God!" Tweeting out, "Oh my God!" This is a long game. There was 11 minutes left in the fourth quarter, and the game was already three hours and 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. long. It was a four-hour game. It was. I yeah, couldn't believe it. Was, it. Yeah, I they did. delayed the Minnesota game because of it. Because I was yeah. traveling, thinking, "Okay, yeah. I'll put it up on my radio." Yeah. yeah, they kicked off like 20 or 25 minutes later for that game and still didn't get the, the Miami game over before the Minnesota game started. Remember the back, with them, I'm taking you way back here in this reference, but uh, Buddy Ryan, yep. he was defensive coach for like Houston and they were doing the run and shoot with, yep. with Warren Moon. Yes. And uh, they were they were just like three and out, three and out, having the ball for like 30 seconds. Buddy Ryan literally went over and started to punch the yes. offensive coordinator. Yep. Saying, what are you doing? My Kevin defense Gilbreth, is carrying this. If I remember yeah, correctly. That's right. yes. yeah. I can't remember who the head coach was though. Ooh, was that boy. Jack Pard Pardue, Pardue? I think that have been, yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, you get extra credit for that one. That's, <laughs> that's pulling a name out of the nowhere. Yeah. That's that's how warped his brain is. Yeah. I then, can remember that. I can't remember what I did last night. <laughs> <laughs> or what you had for breakfast yesterday or anything yep. like that. But yep. uh, Also, the, my Vikings, of course, they, they tanked once again, so I'm, I'm kind of used to that. But the Cowboys, that's what I want to talk about. As a Vikings fan, I'm not a Cowboys fan in any way, shape, or form. I'll admit that right off the bat. I took great joy in watching them blow four extra extra points in a row. I've never seen an NFL kicker do that before. And then, then Peyton, uh, Peyton and Eli Manning, the Manning cast yes. that they do. It was uh, entertaining last night. They had a great one on. When, when he missed the third one, this is what they were saying. Oh, my God. You've got to be kidding me. I've never seen anything like it. Why are we kicking on? it? Why are we kicking it? What is going on? <laughs> you can't believe it. It's not about a buzzkill. <laughs> 
No one's ever missed three field, three extra points in a row. You That's cut a guy a at halftime of a playoff game. Got to be a record. <laughs> Can you cut a guy at halftime of a playoff game? So uh, you know, and watch him. He shanked the first two right, I believe, and then shanked the next one left, which you expect. The last one, he hit the very top of the upright, and it bounced right. So I mean, he was just. You know, and you wonder, they were they, they went in and started enforcing. Guys were putting stuff, foreign materials, down on the ground and setting the ball on it. And I know they're enforcing that. So you wonder if maybe there was something going on there where he had a, a stable platform before and they changed it and just, it was in his head. But I know the Eagles were doing it. Yeah. So they were they were going to force it. So, but something got into his head. It's it's the shanks, just like a golfer. He could yeah, not yeah. he could not hit the fairway well, for Chuck anything. Knobloch Chuck Knobloch couldn't throw first yeah. base after yeah. a while in major leagues. So yeah. you just get that case of the yips, and it just made, and the, too bad for this kicker because it's on national TV in a playoff game. Yeah, that this all happens, and it's all anybody wants to talk about today. What they don't realize is is he's probably consistently maybe the best kicker in the game right now. Um, you know, he, he might be. I don't ever yeah. watch the Cowboys. If I see yeah. him, I turn it off. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to spend a minute watching I, that. I'm with you on there, but the, he he's an elite kicker. Um, he missed three field goals all year. Um, field goals. Um, two of those were from 59 yards. He booted several game winners for the for the Cowboys just this year. He he's an absolute elite kicker. Yeah, but yes, you don't miss four four extra points. That's just so bizarre to even see. It is. It is crazy. So that was the worst game of the wild card round. Uh, Switching sports. Speaking of still staying in Texas, uh, we got Iowa State hosting Texas tonight. It's the return of Tyrese Hunter to Hilton Coliseum. So my question: Are the students? They're not. Are they back? I think they're back beginning today. Because we went to a few games. It's. It is a little boring at Hilton without the kids. The kids mm-hmm. are entertaining, but oh, they'll be they'll be all over. If they're him. not back, they'll be back. There'll be a bunch of the, them there. There yeah. will be a bunch that will come back for that game. It'll Especially if they're good. not in the dorms or something where they can get back into their homes, you know, or their apartments or whatever. If they were home for the holidays, they'll be back for this one. Yeah, it's it's going to be a crazy scene tonight. So Texas and Iowa State, what a huge get that would be for for Iowa State to get that ball game. So oh, one other note, here's a weird thing: Brock Purdy, like toast to the NFL right yep. now. Uh, apparently, uh, I was listening to uh, Iowa Everywhere, their mm-hmm. podcast, two, two guys named Chris there, and I'll give them credit for this one. Um, they said that uh, how Brock Purdy ended up at Iowa State, or at San Francisco. So it's coming down to the last thing. San Francisco got that pick as a conditional draft pick for chain trading C.J. Bethard to, like, Jacksonville. Oh, yeah. So right. they traded away a Hawkeye, drafted a Cyclone, and now look. And it was just that weird connection. It keeps, yeah. it keeps throwing to a Hawkeye. Yeah. yeah it's, and, it's, and, and, and a smart move. Not not trying to rip on Iowa with that, but you, you got no. a kid that's now 6-0 and and helping yeah. you out a lot. Yeah. yeah what, what, I mean, it's fate. <laughs> it is. It, a lot of luck came into place for yep. that one, but he's played great. And, by the way, happy birthday, G-Man. He's got a, so a birthday today, so we want to wish happy birthday to Chris Whitaker today. Yep. You know, we've had him in Carroll long enough now. We've almost got the Harlan out of him. So he's, he's almost a decent human being now that we get some of that Harlan out of him. <laughs> All right, Harlan fans, that's Jeff Funnel that said that one. So anyway. Yes, and, and there's some that are on my Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about a, a serious incident that happened. And Jeff, you've been in contact with the family. DJ Vanami from Kemper took a hard, hard spill the other day set the scene for us you were broadcasting the game it was yeah. scary yeah it's honestly john and and you know 19 years here and and 22 23 years in covering high school sports here in iowa and probably the scariest situation i've ever seen for a for an athlete um 
Glenwood had the ball and 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 went down, and I was up on the mezzanine area, up on the you know up up above, and they were on the far end of the floor, and a kid got it and jump stopped down by the rim, and and DJ went up to try and block the shot or contest mm -hmm. it at least, and uh, you know how sometimes you get in the air and you, you you catch the other guy's body and you lose control uh, while you're in the air, and when, when that happens, you, you've seen it in a lot of different games. You know, or you, you don't come down very well, and, and that certainly happened to DJ, and, and it was an extremely scary situation. Um, as I told you guys, um, when you have our headphones on, you don't hear much. Uh, you know, hear the crowd noise that comes through the mic and stuff like that, but, you know, you hear yourselves. But, you know, those are they're, they're kind of noise canceling as far as anything that's the outside. He landed so hard, I heard him. Um, you know, and, and that, that you knew instantly that it was, was potentially not good. And, and, you know, they did have to call in the ambulances. Now, the, they, that crowd just had to go dead quiet when that did. noise was made. Um, yeah. and, and I, you know, I, I give a, a shout out to people from, from Glenwood, to people from uh, Carroll, of course, the Kemper people. Um, anybody that was medical person, I think, in the stands that night, it was it, there was 10, 12 people that had sprinted out on the court before the play even ended to be able to get out there and get to him um, yeah. and start working on him right away. And, and you know, um, they got the ambulance there, and they took him off in the ambulance. Now, the great news was was I saw him lift up the right arm as they put him on the ambulance. And where we were at— That's, that's the yeah. first sign you look at is like, oh, thank goodness. Yes, there's movement. Yes, there's movement. What we didn't know was he was conscious down on the floor and was telling the, the, the medical guys in the ambulance, you know, take the take the neck brace off of me. I got to get back into the game. I'm fine. <laughs> uh, and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I heard from his mom, Becky, last night before I, I, I did the Harlan game, and, and she kind of told me that I could release any of this. They went to some specialists yesterday. All of the tests came back good. Um, he does have a, a, a fracture in his neck, but it's like not serious, I guess. I mean, that mm -hmm. kind of you make you makes you wonder. But it, it's and Jeff, you might understand yeah. that having went to school a little bit. Is it a T one? I think is yep. what it is. T one's up to okay. high. So yep. So they said that it, it's just his pain tolerance. So now they're going to go see a couple of more specialists to make sure that they haven't missed anything. Uh, no concussion symptoms, which is amazing um but if he can tolerate the pain he might be back on the floor in a week or so um you know depending on how these other mm -hmm. tests goes but he was released from the hospital friday night all of the guys went up to see him on friday night and the coaching staff he was literally teasing father bame up there to get the checker. I think it was the checker board out that he was going to beat him in some checkers while they were in the hospital. He was up and walking around, and, and uh, um, his mom said the funny thing was was he was getting up and digging through the cupboards, you know, in the middle of the night because he was hungry and wanted some food. Still in his basketball uniform. <laughs> he did not <laughs> want to take it off. So he was at the game last night down at Harlan, of yeah. course, rode down with his parents and, and sat on the end of the bench and, and just – one of the greatest sights I've seen is is that young man walking mm -hmm. into the gym last night. And a fracture could be a hairline fracture. So right. you know, it, you, you. My assumption is it's it's a slight crack where you, the chances of it coming apart are, are very slim. 
Um, but boy, they start. I mean, especially in your neck. You're looking at headaches and everything yeah. else they yep. can cause. So but good for him. I mean, you're that's a, you're talking about when you get in the air. The the biggest thing you want to do is try to protect yourself coming down. You're trying to protect your head, but you're, yep. you lose all body control. And and that's let's talk about that's what the referees are for. Right. I mean, those kind of plays, trying to keep those guys from getting undercut. But there's just times when you're in the air. Yep. It you know the guy's doing an up and under, and you both kind of end up in the same spot. Well, and it wasn't even that. DJ came in from behind to go up try and block the shot and the other guy just did the pump fake and stopped and and you got all that momentum and he just connected with him with his legs while he was in the air well, and dj's and, not yeah. a small feller either no. so when he gets the momentum going i don't think he's going to stop for a yeah. while no yep so absolutely good, good to hear he's doing yes. well and and best wishes to him and, about the yeah. best news possible yep. out of all that by the way yeah. not to not to downplay that but Michael Kasperbauer went off in that game, like he 33 did. points. In- yeah, he did. Absolutely went crazy, especially in the second half. You could tell this happened late in the second quarter, and you could tell, you know, we had a delay, of course, you know, for, for them to get the ambulance there and everything, and then the coaches and the ADs discussed and then the officials, and they decided to, to kind of give the kids a few more minutes in the locker room, then give them five minutes to warm back up, and, and we started playing. You could tell Kemper was a little rattled to, to, to finish sure. out that first half, and it's absolutely Absolutely understandable um, and stuff. But they came out in the second half. Tragen Biter really locked up uh, the, the, the Glenwood um, point guard who had been really causing Kemper some problems. He was able, wasn't scoring, but he was able to get into the lane and just create easy buckets for his teammates. They And Tragen Biter took that away. It got the crowd back into the game with a defensive effort. It kind of sparked the entire defense uh, with Tragen's effort. And then Michael Kaspabauer absolutely went off. Yeah, finishing with 33 you knew he was on when he penetrated down the lane off of the left side, went up with the right hand over his head. So he's not even looking at the basket. His back's to the basket. And he flipped the <laughs> shot up over a couple of defenders, and it bounces around the rim and falls mm-hmm. in. You, you, yeah. know, you, you know things are kind of, you know, the old Stuart Scott thing in fuego, yeah. uh, you know, at, at that time. In and, the zone. Yes. I, and I talked to him about that in the game. I'm like, what's it like? You know, anybody that I think's played the game, you know, at a, uh, at a pretty good level has had those moments where everything's going in. And, and, and he talked about how fun it is because, you know, the basket looks like an ocean at mm-hmm. that point. Yeah, Kemper did uh, last night. Didn't 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 have such a great time without DJ Vanami down in Harlem. No, and, and 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 he certainly was missed last night. They suffered their second straight loss. Lost to a really good um, uh, Healan team on Saturday up there at Healan. Um, the the thing was is their legs were gone. I talked to you know Michael Kaspabar and Carson Caney and Brock Bading you know last night before the game out in the hallway, and they said that. It, it, emotionally and physically drained for the healing game. So you kind of saw that one coming. The thing that you didn't realize last night until you got down there, where DJ was missed is just his athleticism and his physicality. He is such a strong kid and such a really good athlete. Uh, that's where they missed him last night. Uh, you know, Coach Minahan said it they, in, in the postgame. Doug Waniger and I said it multiple times during the game. The difference in the physicality and the size uh, of the Harlan kids when they walked out onto the floor, you know, they they knew what a weight room was. They were big. I mean, they were mm-hmm. built. They they were solid, 
and Kemper just had no answer inside. Um, they they just used that physicality, whether it would be on the dribble drive or just getting the ball inside. It was it was a physical mismatch. Kemper had the speed advantage, and they were able to take advantage of that getting to the rim in, in the first half. But Harlan took that away and took the three-point shot away in the second half, and Kemper struggled offensively. But they missed D.J. Vanami for that reason last night. Yeah, as I say, you, you miss a guy that plays that physical yep. part for your team. You're yep. missing that. Boy, that's it's hard to find your rhythm. And, it is. And it would, when that guy just locks it down and takes care of things, yep. you just rely on him to be there night in and night out. Yeah, I mean, Doug and I talked about it on the air, and we don't want to harp too much on it today because we did you know, talk about it a lot last night. But when when you looked at the Harlan kids, they, there was a 15-pound probably muscle difference on almost every kid that they – across the board, out on the floor. The only time Kemper kind of matched up was with Tavanami and Evan Adams, but, uh, you know, for the most part, they were just physically mismatched. All it reminds right. me when uh, Max Fishbach and I went down to Wichita State, and that was when they were first getting started, and the, the team walks out on the floor, and we're like, we're down there for volleyball camp. Is that your football team? No, they'd whoop our football team. That's our basketball team. So, yeah. And they were coming out of the weight room. They were some big boys. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ooh, okay. Yeah, and then, and I want to say this. I said it last night in the post game. That's not a knock on Kemper. I, I said it earlier this year. I firmly believe it still today, even after last night, when they dropped down into the 2A for the playoffs. They're ranked number seven right now. This is a team, especially if DJ comes back, good enough to make the state tournament. That isn't guaranteeing that they get there, but they're good enough to get there, and they're good enough to do some damage once they get there. That's a really, really good Kemper team. So even though I'm talking about they got kind of physically beaten last night, mm -hmm. that, that's not taken away from how good of a basketball team that is. Yeah, let's get a take a break here at the KCIM Sports Rewind. By the way, we're on Facebook Live and we're on Jeff Blankman's page and we'll, whole, we'll share well, that I, yeah. later on because I, I just looked it up. We are on we your are Facebook, on my page, Facebook right page right now. Okay. So we'll get that transferred over and, and shared yes. with KCIM once it's yep. over with. So you can kind of see that. We're just live on Facebook this morning and Jeff, much to the surprise of Jeff Honnold, you know, yeah, you might nice, be doing thanks, thanks for the warning. Now, he'll probably never show up again for another You're right. It's going to be a few weeks, I think. <laughs> we're okay. We're okay with that. <laughs> we're going to take a break. Back with more in 30. As athletes at your house prepare for hard work and fun of the season, remember that St. Anthony Rehab Services provides physical therapy for any sports injury that may sideline your member of the team. Sports injuries can plague kids of all ages and keep them from playing the sport they love. Athletes will be under the direct supervision of a certified and licensed healthcare professional in the newly renovated sports performance facility. If an injury is keeping your athlete out of the game, call St. Anthony Rehabilitation Services at 794-5000 for sports injury and treatment rehab. It is KCIM Sports Rewind. It's Jeff Honnold, John Ryan, and Sports Director Jeff Blankman talking a little high school sports here as we really get close to girls' state wrestling. You just about floored me when you said that's coming up <laughs> February 2nd and 3rd. Yeah, yeah. Iowa at, City, Coralville. Yep, down at Coralville, way down at Extreme Arena. Jeff Honnold and Bill Kane talked to Bill the other day. They're both going to be heading down there to provide coverage, and all of our coverage is going to be on our Care Broadcasting Sports Network YouTube channel. Um, so people will be able to listen to that. And I've had a lot of people come up to me and go, hey, we're talking, you're just kind of mentioned that last week. So you guys are going to be doing video of the entire, uh, like, no, no. no. It's, no they they won't any, let us do that. Yeah, well, they, they will. will. For an extremely high cost. <laughs> <laughs> In other words, they won't let us do that. So. Yes, they, yes. They, they get paid a little higher than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so, I, I'm not even going to go to Kim and, and ask to pay that kind of money. I um, went. I went to the uh, the Carroll match a few weeks ago. So it was Carroll, Kemper, Coon Rapids, and Audubon. But I got to watch uh, watch a little bit of the, of the girls wrestling, and I, I'm I, I I liked it. 
I really did. I, it, it is um, kind of wrestling in its purest form. You saw a lot of single leg takedown, double leg takedown, headlocks. Yep. Headlocks are the funny thing. And, I, and you think back when I was a little kid, yeah, you know, that's one the one throw you really know you can do. You say throw headlocks, but uh, a lot of a lot of just pure moves. Um, I, I found it very entertaining and interesting, and and, and enjoyed it, and and went into it. Kind of thinking it was going to be more like peewee wrestling, and I wasn't going to really like this as a purist. But you know, I I, I really did. You could see the heart and the competitive, mm-hmm. and and it's. I, I know I'm towards the middle of the year, but really, really kind of enjoyed it, and I'm looking forward to doing the state tournament. I think oh. it's going to be fun. Well, and, and I'll add on to that a little bit. Um, you talk to the girls' coaches, and they talk about how much they've learned. You know, um, in in the room, in the wrestling room, so far, and the differences. I went down to the early Audubon girls wrestling tournament where all of our local teams were down there on a Saturday morning. This was well back before. It was right after Thanksgiving, kind of like the first Saturday weekend tournament of the year. And it was good wrestling then. But when you go watch the girls now, you can definitely tell the growth and just the confidence, especially for those kids that had never wrestled before, mm-hmm. the confidence in what they need to do in certain situations and the, and the difference in the moves that they're doing. Now, you mentioned the headlocks. That's what you saw a lot of down there at that yeah, Audubon yeah, meet. It was, it was all headlocks and trying to throw and, and just kind of wrestle them down from the headlock and then they'd you know get them on the ground and you saw an awful lot of pins in 15 to 20 seconds yeah. and stuff like that you're not seeing that now you're still seeing falls you're just not seeing them as quick and you're seeing it with different moves now when it happens so it, you really applaud the girls and the coaches for the work that's gone into this it is a lot like peewee though once they get them down the ground they get the half nelson put in you can kind of say whoa this isn't gonna last long so yeah. mm-hmm. they, they don't have the defensive mechanism once they're on the ground but yep. uh, very entertaining and, and i was really happy with uh, the local teams watching the, the boys teams i think we have some really really good local teams um you know coon rapids bear I, I think they're going to be good. They're young. I think you give them a couple of years, they're going to be scary. And uh, Kemper has some really, really good wrestlers uh, in there. Um, and then Carol. Carol is solid. I, I like the way yep. they're wrestling. I just hope they're peaking now. And then Audubon, Audubon had some good wrestlers. It's uh, tough to gauge them when they only have a handful and they get they get beat. The team duel thing just doesn't work for them. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned Carol and Kemper, really good. Um, the, the guys that are at the top, or you know the, their better wrestlers are, are really good right now and kind of the same thing with East Sac and even South Central Calhoun uh, on the boys side of things I think we're going to get a number of kids down to state uh, and I think it's going to be uh, you know a good year down there um, we'll have some kids on Saturday um, don't know how many um, don't know how many will get into Saturday night, but we're going to have the opportunity to have some guys potentially wrestling on Saturday night. We will they, be there. They've got just under a month to go before yep. that has. And they've eliminated sectionals, you said? Yep. So everything's going to be districts um, and stuff. So And then uh, districts are coming up here February the 4th, if I remember correctly off yeah, the top I'm of my head. I think districts are coming up February 4th, and then you'll have your, your uh, state duels the weekend after that, and then you and have the state the wrestling during the week. Week. And then yep. you're going to have your 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 state wrestling boys. I'm trying to look over at the calendar. 15th, 16th, 17th, and 18th, I think, are the dates for the state boys wrestling. Tournament. Yeah, they're going from two per district now to four per district. So they're adding another day on there. Um, and as we were talking, the good news for us is 1A and 2A is right away in the morning. So we're going to go from 9 to about 3, and then and then it's it's pretty well done for the day. So. And then, again, all of our coverage audio-wise, again, mm-hmm. going to be on the Carroll Broadcasting Sports Network uh, YouTube channel, and, the, and it won't be 
be like it was years ago when we were on the radio. We'll be breaking into things. Jeff and Bill will be live the whole time. Um, so we'll get updates on, you know, kids from OABCIG and Carlisle and Harlan. And I'll get those guys a list of everybody that qualifies for all of our conference schools. Mm -hmm. um, and stuff because you know wrestlers if you're from south central calhoun and you've seen gtra three or four times this year because they're in your conference you're kind of interested because yeah. you know who those kids are so we like to be able to give updates on all of the kids from our conference schools and you know uh, we'll talk you know we'll touch green on county. like you know green eight green county and acgc and you know oabcg just other schools that are kind of in this area that our kids tend to see yeah. quite a bit so all the wall coverage yep. it's really great it's a great way to track yep. you can kind of have it on and be listening uh, for the yep. matches that you want to hear about and and get all the updates on all the other ones. And live play-by-play -play of mm -hmm. the local kids. Just of our local kids, we'll do the live play-by-play -play of. But uh, you know, unless, you, yeah, unless you guys get a little, you know, a little, you know, anxious and, and decide to cover, you know, some of the other matches. Well, well, last year I called a match for uh, I thought it was a Carroll kid, and it was somebody else wearing an orange singlet. So we were, <laughs> we're called a whole wrong match. So. <laughs> I will tell you that it does get difficult down there. We're up above. Yes. Yeah. And so you're looking a long way down there. And and as all of us get a little older, the vision maybe not quite so good but I think it, it, it's, but yeah. the toughest the thing vision is close up that goes first well, yeah. the yeah. distance is okay but you know the, the strange thing is is they change singlets down there so often and you have so many of the same colored singlets you can see like for example you said orange you could see Carroll High all year and you might only see that singlet they're going to wrestle with down at state one so you see different orange ones so you look down there mm -hmm. and all of a sudden you're like is that my guy that's the nice thing about track wrestling you can pull it up pull and then up. you can find see it, it shows you which map they're on and that makes it a but you can kind of hear about when they get called up we usually have an ear out and yep. listening but you don't hear that change if somebody gets pinned before that they'll move them and then you miss that and yeah and, and and unlike most team sports you don't have to have everybody in the same color singlet so carol i think yes. last year had like three colored singlets going on you're like what color am i got what color is this <laughs> and, kid wearing and today? the same guy might change between matches you know yes. if he has to wrestle twice in a day right might wrestle We're one not singlet that smart. color on the first time yes. and then a different singlet color the next Time and like it, watching Oregon Ducks when they come out. Like, what color yes, uniforms are going to get now? Yeah, and we're not playing? that smart to track them. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I, I wholly admit. Well, Bill is. Bill is. Yes, but, Bill yeah. is. we got to give Bill that credit. So, John, before we go, and I, I know say, we're we starting about to run minute, out so of time. Wrap it up. Yeah, um, I missed something last week, and I apologize to these two young ladies, and I want to throw out a couple of other honors this week in girls basketball. Um, Glenn Ralston, Tyler Jansen set a new school record um, with nine threes, going nine of 11 uh, against Coon Rapids Baird, scored 34 points in Ooh. that game. So congratulations to her. Funny thing was Paige Clucky added 25 points and 12 rebounds. So uh, they both uh, had really big games. Kind of the same thing for South Central Calhoun. Riley Bata set it for a second straight time. Uh, single game scoring record, scoring 39 the other night uh, and uh, had 10 rebounds in that game. Same thing with uh, Kylie Schleichman, 20 points. 10 assists, 7 steals, and 6 rebounds. That came off a 33-point performance the game before for her. So congrats to those two. Um, Breely Clayberg went over 500 rebounds in her career uh, on Friday night when uh, Coon Rapids Baird beat um, Peyton Sherdan. So congratulations to her. She needed four, or actually she needed one, and she decided to grab 20 in that game. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Catherine Mayhall has become the all-time steals leader um, at Kemper. She was already the all-time assist leader. And then Friday night, she goes over 1,000 points in her career. So congratulations wow. to her on that as well. Fantastic stuff. And you got yep. playoffs coming there 
not too far out. Yeah, that bracket's going to be released here in about a week or so. So yeah, it's hard to believe that we're pretty much winding down. We're we're two weeks away from yeah. today from the end of this month, and hard to believe after today we're down to 41 days till March 1st. Which is the official, unofficial start of spring, if you know Jack like that. That's, that's the Blankman calendar. The beginning of there. the end of winter, man. By the way, I got an email here from uh, Chris Whitaker. Yeah. Happy birthday today. Happy 49th, of course. And says, thanks for the on-air birthday wishes on, says Rewind. When I first glanced at it, he capitalized the R and the W. So I thought it was on Rewind. Uh, <laughs> which may be a more accurate name. Yeah, we are a little windy. And yeah. he does say, watch the Harlan bashing. I haven't even started Whitaker, you know that. John noticed there, along, along with a hearty go state on that one. Ooh, so. that, that hurts worse. <laughs> so there you go. There's, uh, once again, Chris Whitaker celebrating his birthday. Great guy. One of the great guys out yeah. there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I can't wait to talk merchants coming up very soon with him as well. That is KCIM Sports Rewind. It's brought to you exclusively by St. Anthony Sports Performance Program. If you're an athlete of any age, you want power, strength, you're going to benefit from that terrific eight-week workout program. Call 794-5240. Be your best preseason, in-season, or off-season. Got a podcast available this program, and Jeff's going to share the video that we had uh, this morning on the correct Facebook page, which is the KCIM one. But, again, you can go back and watch that as well. That's on our Facebook page. Go to 1380 KCIM.